Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast. I am your host, Susie Hunter. I am joined by Spencer Smith, who I did tag in the post. She tagged me hard. I, I did. I did. Her words, not mine. We have a sure. <laughs> we have we have a show for you today. It, it's a show. We're going to talk about what some former Rockies are up to now in the postseason. We're going to talk about how the uh, Rockies prospects who are playing in the Arizona Fall League are doing, and uh, we're going to get into some other stupid bullshit. So it's just going to be like a fun off-season pod. Love a good off-season pod. Love a good off-season pod. We got two Sagittarius's on the set right now. It's a lot of Sag for one set. It's a lot of Sag. Luckily, we have Alyssa, who is a Scorpio producing, to keep us grounded. a lot of S's, though. A lot of S's. A lot of, uh, like, winter, fall birthdays. It's the best time to have a birthday. Technically, our birthdays are all in the fall. See, I always uh, hated it, though, y- because I couldn't do cool stuff outside. Like, I always wanted to go to Elitch's for my uh, birthday. Oh, yeah. Closed. Yeah. Oh. It's probably actually a summer birthday is probably the best. Yeah. Summer birthdays are probably the best. Your baby was born in the summer. It yeah. all comes back to Mr. Baby. All comes back to the, the kid. The all le- conversations. The <laughs> he is something. You know what he is? He's amazing. I He's get to sleep three hours at a time, and but it's, <laughs> it's fucking great. It's, it's amazing. Um, uh, that is amazing. Are you watching? Are you keeping up with the wild card round? Yes, watched all the games yesterday. Um, the TV provider that I have, which won't be named um, because it's no free ads, has this really cool thing where it, it splits the screen for you. Um, and so I, I used to have picture in picture on my old TV and I'd watch it all the time, but it was like the little, little one at the top kind of covered like, and if you're, you know, you got to get it right with the scores because it's always sports. Yeah, Um, of course. (laughs) For me at least. But the, um, I don't think people are like, oh, I really need to watch this episode of The Bachelor and uh, this episode of Below Deck. That, yes, I guess you, you could go like, I like like having two i have two tvs in my living room so i can play video games and watch tv at the same time like i'm very um like that but no this they have the picture in picture so you had both game i had both games on at the same time sound i get to choose Mm -hmm. um and yeah i was uh i'm impressed by the diamondbacks man that's uh impressed for all city squad all Um, city squad is coming up you know i'm gonna throw a little bit of shade towards them um, not this is a safe space for shade, by the way. Not too much. No, I'm really happy for the Diamondbacks, but I'm happy for them because it's all Arizona has. Like, <laughs> like they, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't talk shit because the Broncos suck and the Cardinals have actually won games and the Suns are supposed to be good, but, like, that's a pretty kind of a sad overall sports town. And so it's good for them to have this, and yeah. I, I'm happy for them. Mm-hmm. And I love when a team is written off at the beginning of the year and this division's so tough, and the Padres are so good, and the, the the Giants are won 100 games last year, and now all of a sudden the Giants are firing their manager, uh, and the Diamondbacks are the ones making the playoffs. They are like they were just gushing about their bullpen, mm-hmm. and I didn't watch too intently on because I was kind of like paying attention, um, trying to be a dad and pay attention to the games at the same time, which it's is called is balance. Ba- balance, <laughs> which I'm not always the best at, but <laughs> the their bullpen is like, I. If I remember correctly from the most of the season, pretty shaky. Like, mm-hmm. they traded for Paul Seawald, but the dude, like, is, is you know, a, a loose cannon. Like, he can give up four runs in the blink of an mm-hmm. eye. Uh, much like the Rocky, a lot of the Rockies bullpen pitchers, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but, no, he their bullpen was apparently really good the whole series. Um, kind of crazy that series didn't even get back to Arizona. Like, as a Brewers fan, I think in other sports, baseball is the number one killer when you make the playoffs, and now at least there's a two, you know, you have to lose two games in order to be out. The one mm-hmm. game was just an absolute heartbreaker. Yeah. Two is still bad, though. Like, they lose two straight games, and they did all that work they did to win the, the NL Central the whole season, just poof, gone, mm-hmm. out the window. They won as many playoff games as the Rockies did this year. Ooh, damn. You know? and that's, it's, that's the meanest thing you can say to a team. Right, exactly. <laughs> and it's just, it's crazy, but happy for the Diamondbacks. Happy for the Phils, another all city, like just all city moving on. Mm-hmm. Um, Phils just that that was not a like. I'm sorry, but the Marlins, yeah, come on. Like someone on Twitter described the Marlins as fool's gold, 
And I'm like, yeah, because they, like they look like a pretty good team. But like I knew in my soul, I'm like, yeah, these guys are fake. Yeah, they're not beating the Phillies. Um, and then happy like I know it's it's a it's not really an upset because they won the division, but happy for the twins, too. That's another like I'm not that happy for the twins. The twins. What's your event? What's your vendetta here's here? Here's the thing about the twins. Like I don't. Uh, the twins is a team. No, uh, no qualms with them. It's how they won their division, and they have a worse record than team. Well, than at least one team that didn't get to make a wild card. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So like they just like didn't have good enough of a record, and I'm sad that they're moving on instead of like I would have loved to have seen the Mariners in the postseason. That would have cursed. That would have been a good story. Um, and I know I do respect that take because like the NFL is like that too. If you win your division, the Broncos won their division in 2012 at eight and eight. Yeah. And there was teams that were nine and seven, ten and six that didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. They end up winning a home playoff game, kind of the same thing as the Twins. You get it, you get it at home, you win two, now you're moving on. So I, I'm with you on that take. That is a little annoying. But also, like, the Blue Jays are one of those teams where, I don't know, I just don't. I'm not a, I'm not really a fan. You're not a Blue Jays guy? No. Okay. I, I, to me, they have the, like, I love Bo Bichette. I love, you know, We've got like um, former, yeah, we've got like a lot of former player kids on there, but yeah, uh, Bo Bichette. Yeah, they're, they're a. His dad, Dante, Rocky's legend. Rocky's legend, Dante <laughs> Bichette. They're, no, they're a fun team. I guess I shouldn't say I hate, like, if they would have beat the Yankees, I'd be extremely happy. Well, um, you know what? The good thing about that is that the Yankees aren't even participating I know. in the postseason. It's like, so, not even close. It's amazing. I love that. <laughs> and then other AL matchup was. The it was Rays versus oh, yeah. um, happy for the Rangers, the Rangers, happy right. for the, our boy for... John Gray. Um, the Rangers yes. are a little annoying though, they're that they spend like they're that spend a lot of money in the offseason team and mm-hmm. sign guys and just pay. I just am salty about it because we never do that as a Rockies fan, but they the Rays were. The Rays were unbeatable in April and May. Yeah. And it just goes to show you that it does not matter what you do up until. I mean, you have to win enough games to make the playoffs. But uh, insane that the Rays and, you know, like, I feel bad for the Rays team, the players, the organization. Mm -hmm. They have no fans of the game. They lose two. They had a great season. And now it's all gone up in smoke. But Tampa Bay itself, GFY Tampa Bay. Fuck them. That's bullshit. If we had a playoff game here in Colorado yesterday, the fucking stadium would have been so full. And there's so many other cities. Seattle, um, you know, basically every other city, I I would imagine, would have a full rocking stadium. And Tampa Bay has such a small capacity and they couldn't even fill it. It's it's sad. It's so sad. I feel so bad for the players. Like I do too. Yeah, that is that's brutal. I will say the only person in the world that I know who actually loves that stadium also did not attend. My mom could have gone to games down there. Oh, because she lives in Clearwater. Okay. My mom. Have I told you this? My mom loves the drop. Really? She's the only person on earth who loves Tropicana Field. Well, because it's kind of ugly and, you know, it's older and it's like, you know, whatever. And uh, she was like, no, I love it. Like, it's temperature controlled. It's always 72 degrees. She doesn't have to worry about getting rained on or like the wind blowing her hair into her lip gloss. Like, she's just so comfortable. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> and like, she she loves that park. Like, I thought she was joking. And then she was like, no, I'm like, being so serious. No, and, and on the, uh, the contrary of my original take of just like, I would love the trap for the idea that like you go there and you kind of feel like you have the whole park to yourself. That's a cool <laughs> feeling. Like we don't we don't even get that here in Colorado with a bad team. Like every time you go, every time I went to a Rockies game this year, I'm waiting 20 minutes to get a beer, 25 minutes to get food. Like there, you could go around the whole stadium and buy like 30 things in 25 minutes. <laughs> So jelly about that. Do you remember those? um, uh, I think they were like challenges when we were kids where like a kid had a certain amount of time to see how many toys he could fill up in a shopping cart at Toys R Us. Yes. I think it was like a Nickelodeon thing. You know, Toys R Us is making a comeback. Are they really? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt there. Thank God. I saw an article like 16 stores across America. Did you see an article or did you see a meme? Article. It's an article. I get all of my news from memes. Uh, I I haven't read an article in years. Um, yeah, I was. An, oh, I didn't huge. read. I didn't read the article. <laughs> you just read the headline. The, yeah, the headline. <laughs> the headline gave me all that I needed to know. I didn't care that much about Toys R Us, even though I'll probably be there for the next five years, every <laughs> week, 
That's good news. That's good news for kids born right now. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Toys R Us making a massive comeback. I, I love to hear that. What were we talking about? Um, I would love to see like a, like a shopping cart challenge, but how much food can you buy at the Trop in a period of 20 minutes? I love that. That would be so That's a sick. great challenge. Like that's, a, that's something that I, are the Rockies gonna play them at the trap next year or do they probably it'll probably be the other way around where we already have the schedule it's in my purse sitting over there but um uh it, 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 tampa should come here next okay, year okay because yeah. we went there this year we went there this year Got it, yep. so i think it's supposed to be swapped okay yep We're everyone plays everyone though i love that that's that was such a great change such a nice change you get to see every single team and then you get to you know back-to-back -back years it's one there one here yeah it's just an easy just like some things are too simple and that was maybe too simple the whole time right and attendance across all of major league baseball was up this season and be it's because you know people get to see teams they don't normally get to see so it's like yeah like terrible example like oh the a's are in town we never get to see the a's let's go yeah but all those a's fans showed up and they're sell the team shirts yes exactly solidarity we love got that. you guys love that for them love that for them when are we going to start doing that Getting sell the team shirts. Ooh, we're um, we're like the next in line team for something of that nature. I think. I think so. I think so. It. I guess it depends on how the rest of <laughs> the, the next season goes. I don't know. Well, they're not making the playoffs till twenty twenty five. I already that's predicted true. that, and that's what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, they from the teams off the top of my head, their Rockies are top three at least at the worst of the teams they that are like everybody are of, yeah can, they're in the bottom three <laughs> everybody can generally agree that their ownership sucks mm. it just how do we fix it you know who we're gonna ask about how we can fix we the get, rockies we get the dick out <laughs> take dick and we get him out that's how we fix it no dick zone over here <laughs> um, uh, how do I even transition into talking about Circa Resort and Casino? It's Vegas's first ever adults-only casino resort. Speaking of things that are just so simple. Adults-only in Vegas, please. You don't have to get constantly ID'd everywhere you go, which is so nice. Uh, but yeah, they have the world's largest sports book. It's a three-story stadium-style sports book. Um, uh, they have this huge 78 million pixel screen. Uh, they have incredible food, tons of VIP seating, which we love. Um, a huge casino. And Circa has Stadium Swim, which I am still dying, dying, dying to get to. So in January, the mm -hmm. first week of January, the Broncos are making the trip to Las Vegas. We are doing a full trip. Uh, yes. Broncos game stadium swim on friday night st or well, some sort of part there's a party friday night party saturday night broncos game sunday tailgate sunday do you think it's people will survive two nights of parties in vegas leading up to a broncos game do you think um, people will actually like survive yeah we might have like a 50 percent attendance rate I'm, at the tailgate i'm one of those who like will probably be like you'll be rolling my corpse into the broncos game two nights is my cap uh in vegas that's any more than that, and it's just, I'm dead. That's a small cap. It is. In Vegas, it is. In other places, I have a bigger cap, but... Well, I think, like, the my cap in Vegas is more like three nights. Okay. I, once it gets to four nights, though, I'm like, ooh, that's too many. Yeah, I think, for me, the first night, you're so excited, you get out, then the, then you have, you don't have to leave the next day, but you have one more night to, like, really go hard, and then hopefully you don't have to wake up too early oh, that's a the good next strategy. morning, and but then you're gone. Um, I've had nights there though, where I've gotten in an Uber <laughs> and I was like, Hey, uh, how's your night going? And the Uber driver was like, uh, it's 7am and I had no clue. <laughs> I was, I, I was in the casino until 7am. So it's, you know, sh what happens there stays there obviously, but it, uh, no circle Las Vegas is incredible. I can't wait to be there for this whole trip. Broncos Raiders. Uh, that's probably the least exciting part of the entire trip. Um, uh, Cause stadium swim is. St I'm so excited to check out stadium swim. Yeah, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but why not stay at the coolest hotel, which I think is Circa. Um, but yeah, if you're heading out to Vegas for Broncos Raiders or maybe Avs Knights, maybe some Pac-12, book your stay. Use code DNVR20 for 20% off. 
your hotel. That is such a good deal, especially for Vegas. Absolutely incredible. Uh, also a reminder, you can enjoy the fun of Circa's Sportsbook right here in the comfort of your Denver home. Uh, it's available in Colorado, so you can download the app at circasports.com. But Circa Sports bets can only be made while physically located in the state of Colorado. Must be 21 or older. All rights reserved. Circa Sports Colorado encourages you to gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.org. And Spencer, it is still... Brex Broncos country pale ale season here at the DNVR bar. One of my favorite beers, my most chuggable beer, I, th I think. But um, yeah, Breckenridge Brewery, our OG sponsor. I, I'm our a big, ride or dies. big Breck fan. Um, the Broncos country pale ale is phenomenal. My favorite's the Strawberry Sky. Um, always will be. Ooh, it's like the best beer. A, that, that is it's maybe the one. best beer I've ever had. Yeah, I'm a I'm a more like light, like lager type of beer drinker. Mm -hmm. I do like IPAs. It's not like I'm like, oh, you know, enjoy your um, tree water, like some people <laughs> say. But I I like IPAs. I dabble in porters. I like the vanilla porter. But he the, dabbles in porters, the, ladies and the gentlemen. The Strawberry Sky is by far the best beer. Broncos Country is great, though. I drink way too many of them every Sunday. And you know what? Have you noticed the difference between the Broncos Country Pale Ale last year and this year? Because it's a slightly different recipe. I'm going to have to take note of that. I'm going to have to think about that. I Normally, have... when I drink a beer, it's just as fast as I can go. Yes. If it's a beer and I like it, I'm like, good, I'm going to drink more of these. I don't have the kind of refined palate. So I'm dying for someone in the comments to be like, oh, my gosh, I noticed. One of these days, someone will, someone will have tell the, me what is different. The refined um, beer palate. Yes, and someone with a refined beer palate. But yeah, Breck Brew, they've been doing this for 33 years. It all comes down to their love and passion for making a good beer. Check out a uh Find a Breck Brew near you with their beer locator at breckbrew.com. And don't miss out on their Broncos watch party, which is coming up on October 12th at the Littleton Farmhouse. Absolutely beautiful location. Obsessed with the farmhouse. All right. I'm obsessed with um, following all the different Rockies who are making appearances in postseason for different teams. We saw Garrett Hampson pinch hitting for the Marlins. I love Garrett Hampson. Garrett Hampson, man. I think he might be the only guest of the pod this season who is in the postseason right now. Really? He's not, though, anymore. Well, he was. <laughs> <laughs> quick quick trip. A two-night stay. Max a of two, two nights. A two-night stay in Philadelphia for Garrett Hampson. Um, uh, Jeff Hoffman. Remember Jeff Hoffman? I thought he was going to be so good. And then he has some salt towards us, which I... I, I like only think we can have salt towards us. Like when somebody else talks shit about us, I'm like, no, that's my team. But when I talk shit about it, I'm, I think it's okay. So very hypocritical of me. I get that. To be fair, I don't think he outwardly talked shit, but the way he um, would have played for, he was trying to make a comeback this off, this most recent off season and uh, invited every team to a workout except the Rockies. He was just like, I want to make a comeback. But if the comeback was with the Rockies, no effing way. He's like, I've, I've li lived the Coors Field nightmare for a couple of years. I went to Cincinnati. Now I'm a Phil. He's a Phil. A Philly. And he doesn't want doesn't, to those, bury those uh, demons deep. Uh, speaking of the Phillies, Rockies legend Jamie Moyer threw out the first pitch in Philly last night. <laughs> God, that was such a wild ride. Oh, my gosh. Um, oh, wait, Alyssa, do you have the outline? Can you pull up the tweet of what Jamie Moyer wore to throw out the first pitch? And it's a shame a it's not jersey? a Foco. Yeah, he wore. A, yeah, <laughs> Jamie Moyer wore a Rockies jersey to throw out the first pitch. You never know. It's a great year or two. <laughs> throw an eighty-one every day. Um, how old was Jamie Moyer when he was with the Rockies? I want to say it wasn't he like forty-two or forty-three. He was like well into his forties. He yeah. might have been into his 50s. No, I'm exaggerating. For legal purposes, this is a joke. But Jamie Moyer threw out the first pitch in Philly last night wearing the freaking FOCO overalls. Oh, my God. What a legend. Because the, the FOCO has Phillies overalls. Like, they have a couple different varieties of Phillies overalls because, like, they're 
so popular out there. Are those just ones like are, the Broncos ones? Are those that we ones have. our friends at PHLY are wearing in their videos? Yeah. Uh, they're amazing. Same thing. Amazing. Same thing. But yeah, Jamie Moyer leaned into Foco Life. Dude, these are just like, this is so crazy. But like people were like roasting him. They're like, what is he conducting a train? Stop it. Dude, it looks so good. He looks like, so you, good. And then they dominate. Like, just what a great night in Philadelphia. Yo, Philly's got some great... Philly's had a lot of great sports nights. This is definitely one of them. Crazy that a bunch of our colleagues were there at that game. I know. Jealous. The Playoff baseball is such a fucking... The atmosphere is... Yeah. Hook it to my veins. I can't wait for it to be back. 2025. Ugh, 2025, folks. We're going to have another Rocktober. I, I had, you know how like Facebook pops up with memories, mm -hmm. um, which are some are great, some are not so great. <laughs> um, but I had the one pop up, I believe yesterday or the day before that when the Rockies got in 2018, I want to say. Yeah. And then I literally had a work thing on Sunday. I left. I told them basically to get bent. I left, <laughs> went to the first six innings of the Brewers Rockies and then went back to the work. Um, you made the right choice there. And uh, yeah, and I told people, I said, you never know when this is going to happen again. Here we are. We're still sitting here waiting. You never know. Yeah. So I, I don't miss, I didn't miss a single Nuggets playoff game this past year. I didn't miss a single Nuggets or Avs playoff game two years ago mm -hmm. in Denver. That's my streak and I'm sticking to it. Yo, I love that. That is, that's good. That is good. That is a supportive fan right there. I'm I'm all in. He's all in, folks. Um, uh, all in. Okay, Marlins man. Marlins man has gone all in on his very specific look. He yeah. Oh, he's if I'm all in, he's double the he's stack. He's double all in. all in. Yeah. So okay, uh, am I? I'm not crazy. Like you remember when Marlins man was like, I'm not going to Marlins games anymore. I do not actually. Uh, maybe did I dream this? I don't think I dreamt it. Maybe he like was feuding with Derek Jeter or something. I don't know. But um, Marlins man on Tuesday night was not at the Marlins Phillies game in Philadelphia. He was in Milwaukee, sitting right behind home plate. Can we just call him baseball man? Full, but he was wearing full Marlins gear. But that's fake. That's fake fandom. But apparently, so this the tweet that we have uh, shown right now on our YouTube page, if you're watching us live, he exp he had to actually explain on Twitter why he was at the Milwaukee game. He had already, he assumed that the Marlins were going to end up playing the Brewers. So he made all these travel arrangements for Milwaukee and I guess got his like really good seats for Milwaukee. And then it turns out the Marlins weren't even going to Milwaukee. I just feel like this guy's got enough money. Like, couldn't you wait a couple of days to plan your trip? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you feel like, yeah, th that's the the toughest part about planning a lot of this stuff, and in, in especially for, like, my job here, yeah. is, like, not knowing dates, not knowing times. Like, I never uh, was annoyed by it until now where mm -hmm. I'm like, we we still don't know, like, half of the times of the Buffs games, and they're, like, middle of the season. It's just, <laughs> it's, why? Why can't we just have a game time? I would, yeah, that that kind of stuff, yeah, stresses me out a little bit because it's like, oh, you know, I would love to just like figure out when I can fly in somewhere. Yeah, that's and why I just make all of my travel plans last minute. Yeah, me too. It doesn't help me. <laughs> me too. I I've gotten to that point too. It's like, yeah, I know when I can leave. I know when I can get back. It it's just easier that way. Yeah, a little more expensive, but most of the time worth it. Yes. Well, I'd rather spend a little more and go to the correct game than. Yeah, spend then, a little less, save a little money, and then end up in Milwaukee. <laughs> 100%. Not a fun time. Not even watching your own team that you're wearing the jersey of. Right. I Okay, I'm not crazy, though. I swear, like, he had a feud with the Marlins and, like, stopped going to Marlins games. I think, I guess he's back, though. Well, I, guess he's I back. mean, that was like a, that was like a little feel-good story because they have the one dude that hits, like, 400, and then the rest of their team is, like, who knows? Yeah. You know, it's like literally a bunch of just nobodies. It's a bunch of randos. Does Jorge Soler play there? Does he play there now? I think he is a Marlin. Yeah, I think He's so. He's like, like maybe the most recognizable name on that team. Um, uh, yeah. The, Gary I, Hampson. The Marlins are just a uh, gaggle of randos. Jazz Chisholm. Right, of Good course. Player. Jazz Chisholm, very famous. Um, Yuli Gurriel. Right, Good. right. Jorge Soler is there. Yes. Josh Bell. Okay, so they're not as bad as I thought they were. Um, no, those, but are, no, those are some good names. They're right just there. like a forgotten team in my mind. 
Like you it, just never took them seriously. No. And now they're out of it. And now no one's taking them seriously. Um. Uh, yeah. Oh, they have Matt Moore. They have uh, David Robertson, Johnny Cueto. Yeah. Okay. So they. I like right. Johnny Cueto. He like used to do this. I don't know if he still does this, but he used to do like a little shimmy thing when he pitches. Oh yeah, he his wind up and like his timing was insane. He would fuck with people so hard, <laughs> like he would have like three shoulder turns, one shoulder turn, quick pitch. The funny thing is, looking at the Marlins roster though, like all the pictures of these dudes, not like one of them has Marlins stuff on. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like it's Rays, Yankees, Mariners, um, Cleveland, Athletics, Sox, Twins, like all the, all these guys are just it's just a cast off of character random of, characters. Of, it is such a random cast of characters for sure. I mean, also good for Kim Ang though for getting into the postseason, first female GM. No, that's incredible. To lead a team into the postseason. Incredible feat. She's like, a legend. She's just a uh, trailblazer. Yeah. Blazing trails. It's the only reason I ever ro would root for any Marlin success is because uh, Listen, she's probably really good at her job. Yeah, I mean, to take a team and basically, like, well, looking at what she was given, obviously she, like, pieced this team together. Yeah. None of these dudes, you know, she si made the right signings, and making the playoffs in the MLB is not an easy task, and especially in a mark, in a, being a Marlin, like, it's not, you're not the Yankees, you're not the Padres, mm -hmm. you know, like, she's putting other GMs to shame. Listen, she could do all that with a team that no one shows up for. Yeah, a team that no one shows up for and no one knows who the players are, like, shouts mm -hmm. to her. Yeah. Hopefully that gain, maybe they'll gain a little traction. Good for Kim Ang. Yeah. Maybe she should come out here. <laughs> God, that'd be amazing. There are actually so many women who work for the Rockies. Like in, uh, like, a like, like role that we don't so like. In so many different roles. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's well, I mean, so cool. Jenny Kavanaugh's the shit. Like, she calls games. A legend. And, uh, a legend. She's probably one of the, wasn't she one of the first to do that? Like... She was like the first in like decades to call a National League baseball game. Okay. Yeah. So she's a trailblazer as well. It might be a little more than that, but um, yeah, she's absolutely a trailblazer. Like she's calling games more than more than other women are calling games. Fire in baseball. up the fountains. And she has her own her own catchphrase. Yeah, she does. That's you got you I feel like you have to as a baseball announcer, right? Like the home yeah. the home run call. Has to be your own. That's why I can never be a baseball announcer because my catchphrase would be "fuck it, we ball." <laughs> <laughs> Down eleven to one, solo homer. Fuck, Fuck it, it, we, we ball. ball. <laughs> I mean, if Buddy can say it all the time, it's good enough for me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Do they bring him back next year? You know what? That is definitely the question that has been on the forefront of so many people's minds. Because we kind of noticed, like, I don't know if I'm just reading too much into it, but at the end of this season, he seemed super emotional. Like, he just, like, in... I don't remember him being that emotional last year. I don't think I'm the only Are one who noticed it. Are you emotion shaming it. this man? No, I'm not emotion shaming, but, like, if I were, you know, if I was working somewhere and... I knew that it wasn't working out and that I was going to step away. Like I'd be probably be pretty emotional too. Yeah. So you think it's, I you think, think it, it's a step away situation. I think it could be either one. Okay. I, yeah. But I don't know. I think, I mean, if you, if it were like gun to head, Susie, what, what do you think is going to happen? I think he comes back. I, I agree. And I think he should. I think he I, should too. I, when you look at the roster, look at the players he had and, and somehow think that that's his fault. You're delusional. Exactly. It, you're out of your own fucking mind. Exactly. Sorry. I'm, I'm not saying he's the best manager in the world, but you think, uh, um, I don't know, pick a manager that's won, you know, 100 plus games or whatever. Mm -hmm. You think it's because of them that they're winning all these games? No. no it's not. It now, helps. They, yeah, it helps, obviously. The, the entire team has to be bought in, has to be healthy, has to be, they have to have good players. Yeah. Like, too much falls on managers and coaches and sports, uh, and they take this, they have to take the sword because you can't fire the players, mostly. You know, most of the time <laughs> you can't fire all of them. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm interested to see what happens. I think I think we see Bud Black back next year. Bud Black back. Bud Black back. I, I was just thinking what a tongue twister I just came up with, but I nailed it. We need the graphic when he we know he's coming back to be back in black. Ooh. With like, you know, some. Is it is it James Bond? I'm not a movie movie guy. I just know the saying. Or no, is oh, it a is song? A, it's an ACDC song. That is an ACDC song. So we need song. like an ACDC themed graphic with Bud Black on it. 
Oh, man. He would love that. We should put that request in now and have it ready. I will absolutely put that. <laughs> I would. Uh, I love it. I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with Fubo because it is the most cost effective way to watch the most Colorado teams for the lowest price, more than 140 live channels of sports, shows, movies, news. You can stream live TV from any device, which I personally do all the dang time. You can start watching immediately too with a free trial. There's no contract, no cable, no hassle. Just sign up and start watching with Fubo. Plus you're going to you're getting 1000 hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge so you can watch all of your local teams even while you're traveling. Absolutely key. But college football, Broncos, Ryder Cup. Is the Ryder Cup still going on? No, it's over. It's it was over. over this past weekend. Okay, how was it? Um, it was great. Uh, I mean, it the eh, it was okay. It was okay. The Europeans won again. They haven't the, the United States team Disgusting. hasn't won on European soil since I was born. So 30 years. It's gross. Um, but it was it was a blowout to start. US made a comeback, made it fun, but it's like one of those odd because it's in Europe, so like they kicked off here Friday night at like eleven thirty. That's like when we like I stayed up the whole night and watched it. But but it's great because you're already up all night. Right, exactly. With yeah. Mr. Baby. Exactly. It, it was perfect. It was perfect timing. <laughs> perfect. Uh, yeah, but you're going to be able to catch that on Fubo, stuff like that on Fubo. You're going to watch college football, NFL. Go to www.fubotv.com slash DNVR to sign up, and you are getting 15% off your first month with Fubo of Fubo Pro. Again, that's FuboTV.com slash DNVR for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. And you know who else is given 15% off? Actually, no, not 15% off. It's 25% off when you use code DNVR at Kind Love. Y'all know how much we love the Turbo Core 100 milligram cannabis concentrate stick that you can put into anything you've already rolled. They come pre-rolled too in the turbo joint. We have a saying around here, the turbo joint be turboin' because it is no joke. Yeah, I can't, I can't, uh, I have to be in a safe place for those. I, um, uh, I, they're, they're a little too strong for me to do a whole joint. <laughs> I think I would actually fly <laughs> away. The first woman <laughs> to ever fly. I would be the first, I would literally Presented by. Go, I would kind go to wherever joint. Amelia Earhart is right now. <laughs> that is like the kind of flight I would go on. Uh, but yeah, we love the turbo joint. It's um, very potent, a lot of fun. But yeah, they have a deal going on right now. Get it while it's hot. Flower shelf, eighths for $20 out the door and ounces for $100 out the door. Visit their store either in North Denver or the one in Cherry Creek, the one that's near Shotgun Willie's and that Target. That's my spot. <laughs> that's your spot, I man. live right there, so that's my that's my kind love. Yes. They finally put some signage up, I will say. Okay, good. Kind love is great. The first time I tried to get there, I was so confused. Because that's a, it was a like lot a, going on in that It was like a house center. behind some trees, and then I even drove around the other side of it, and I'm like, it's right here, but it's not right here. Where <laughs> do I? How do I here. get here? But now they have signage on the building, and it's amazing. Okay, it's a good. really cool spot to go into. They're always super nice. Um, and, yeah, the, the tur I'm not a turbo joint guy, but the regular joints are good, too. Yeah. yeah <laughs> they do the trick. I feel like the turbo joints are good for when you're sharing. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah, have a little bit. There you go. Um, but, yeah, you're going to head into either that Cherry Creek store or their store in North Denver. If you mention DNVR, you are getting the DNVR listener exclusive discount of 25% off all kind of flower pre-rolls and their turbo joint line. So you can visit their store or head to their website, kindlove.com, and use code DNVR for online ordering or you can just check out their full menu. It's very extensive, but kindlove.com, use DNVR, the code, or say it, our name out loud, whisper it to them. They'll love it. All right, where did we leave off? Or you know what? Let's um, pick up with a really sweet moment that happened at the Rays' first playoff game uh, this past round. Randy Arozarena. He is from Cuba originally. He defected and uh, um, is now, I don't know if he's, I don't think he's a citizen yet, but he uh, has called Mexico his home now. Okay. 
His mother has never been able to see him play baseball until this week. That's I love those stories. It's incredible. She finally got a visa to come visit America and see her son play. And she even threw out the first pitch. How emotional is that? Incredible stuff from them. Like, it's so wild to think there's... Maybe she should have pitched the other night. Maybe she should have. Actually, she, like, threw a really good first pitch, too. We were like, okay, damn. Like, that's... That's where you got it from. That's where that arm comes from. Let's go. So I thought that was super sweet. But, yeah, we mentioned this a little bit. Uh, The poor attendance at the Trop. Their Tuesday night game was the lowest attended postseason game since 1919, which was game seven of the 1919 World Series in Ohio. Also, there were like a fraction of the people on this earth in 1919. So like 19,000 is a lot of people for 1919. Yeah. It's embarrassing for 2023. It would be fun to go through and... Take, take the attendance numbers from Rockies home games this year. Mm-hmm. I bet I know there was a few after the initial like spark of opening day. There was like 12, 13k at like a Wednesday afternoon game, but I'd venture to say under 82 home games, under t- under 10 percent of Rockies regular season games this year had an attendance less than that. You know what? We can actually we can look this up right now. Um, uh, I know we had some games that were in the 19s, but. I mean, the Rockies finished strong with attendance. Like, a lot of... I mean, there was at least one sellout at the end of the season. There weren't a ton of sellouts. I think the only sellouts were, um, like, opening day and the fireworks games. Fireworks game Were Yankees games sellouts? <laughs> they must have been. They must have been. Yankees series was a little busy for me because that was when Taylor Swift was in town. Who? Listen, I can talk about her Taylor, Kelsey. in the context of her actually being a musician. But yeah, the Broncos guys were just like, don't mention Taylor Swift. We're all very sick of hearing about um, hearing about um, Taylor Swift going to football games. Like, I, I love Taylor Swift. She's my everything. I'm so obsessed with her. But um, See, I, res- I don't need to talk about like every little thing she does for fun. I respect you so much more now. Thank you. Because you're the the biggest Swifty I know by a mile. Thank you. But the the amount of coverage she gets for attending a football game has almost like diluted the NFL's product, and it's like annoying. <laughs> it's it's yeah. like I think they're I think the cover gotten, photo on the fucking Instagram. She is the cover photo. So it's become too much because she's just one person. Like I love that they leaned into it a little bit, but I, and I and they are smart to do that because yeah. I, I guess jersey sales were up like an insane amount for Travis Kelsey's jersey. Um, viewership on the ages of like twelve to thirty-five year old women was way up in the NFL. Yeah. Um, so that's they're leaning into something that makes their product more watchable, apparently, or or more widely viewed. But like. For those of us that are watching every game, no matter what, it's like, mm-hmm. all right, we're we're we've had enough of this. Yeah. All right. So I'm looking at the Rockies attendance numbers. So opening day, home opener rather, forty eight thousand two hundred and thirty. That's a sellout, and then immediately thirty thousand, thirty four, thirty twenty four. Um, I think. Can you sort those by lowest, or does it does it let you? Or no? you know what? I mean, if I were to make a spreadsheet, I could. Um, from what I can see, um. I think one of the lowest attended games of the season was April 19th. It was at home. It was 18,511. That's crazy. And the night before, it was just 19,495. And that was when Pittsburgh was in town. So I get why those numbers, like, might have been a little bit lower. But that was kind of when, like, we, like, the people who cover the Rockies kind of hit the panic button because we're like, okay, like, that's some of the lowest attendance since the Rockies were, like, actually really bad right is it like that was like the time of the year where we were like or is the fan base gonna make as big of a statement as they can by not attending games and then it went back up and yeah and you know like i attend games for obviously the coors field atmosphere but if you're an actual fan and watch the team and care about the team that you can all most teams you can find and in the rockies especially mm-hmm. nolan jones Ezekiel Tovar, the Brendan Rodgers, like, the there's yes, uh, Elias Diaz, the <laughs> yes. All Star Game MVP. There's guys that you can go and watch each day that make the the game worth watching. Mm-hmm. Exactly, exactly. The, our ex Nolan literally would make games worth watching. Who? 
ex-Nolan. Was there another Nolan who played for the Rockies? I simply don't remember. I don't. Maybe his name was Nolan. Uh, I don't remember his last name. Hmm. But, you know, I, I think we had one. We've got a new one now. Well, I certainly don't see any Nolans in the postseason right now. So no, there what isn't a any. Shame. What a shame. What a shame. Oh, my gosh. We actually have a comment that I totally to missed. Games. Um, Eric Simmons asks, should the MLB keep the pitch clock? 100%. I, I, love, I love the pitch clock. The pitch clock changed my life. We had faster games, less downtime, just like guys standing around. I... Um, I wanted them to get rid of the pitch clock for the postseason to let those really big moments build. And I don't think we've had any pitch clock violations in the postseason. I need to really look. I wonder if, like, umps are being, like, a little more lenient. Because, like, some of those moments, like, you really need to... Yeah, let the guy step off. Exactly. Um, No, the pitch clock 100% should be kept. And uh, um, the... I think the product was better, and and it's only going to get better going forward. This is the worst the pitch clock issues will be, yeah. because now it's everybody's got a full season under their belt. They're ready. They know what they're doing. Um, you know, some guys are still going to fuck it up because it's, we're humans, but everyone the, fucks up everything. Yeah, that's um, the human way. Exactly. But the, that's the worst the pitch clock is going to be, um, and it's only going to get better from here. And games were more enjoyable. Um, it was fun to, you know, have some pitch clock blunders and people getting pissed off or not figuring it out. And yeah. and that's on them. That's but their like, job. I'm going to be so mad, though, if a game in the postseason is decided by a pitch clock violation on yes. either end. Yep. Yep. That'll be what if the Phillies win the World Series on a pitch clock violation? I would be pissed because I would have wanted the opportunity for the Phillies to win the World Series the right way. Not on a not on a little technicality. Right, then respect, that's gonna... Your respect level for me is just like fucking skyrocketing. Listen, I'm surprisingly a reasonable person. <laughs> I know what? that I don't seem like it, <laughs> but I actually have some reasonable opinions. Okay. And that is one of them. No, but like, because then that's all people would talk about for the whole off season yep. is, oh, but the Phillies wouldn't have won it if it wasn't for the pitch clock. Like, I don't want that scenario for, I don't want that for, you know, the team that I follow. I don't want them for any of these teams. Yeah, I, I you, the the game is won on the field. It's not won or lost by the refs. It should never be. Yes. Because like you said, it, you know, a couple of years ago, the NFL, there was like the worst call ever. It was all that was talked about. It's still talked about. Mm-hmm. You don't want to make it about that. You want to make it about the guy that hit the home run or the guy that closed the game out. Or yeah, the- I don't want the I don't want the World Series to be all about Angel Hernandez fucking up a call. If he gets <laughs> if he get, is allowed to step foot in the same city that a World Series game is being played in something, he's got something on somebody. <laughs> He's got a fucking Manfred security, social security number. He probably does. Well, I mean, like, apparently he's a really nice guy, but, like, nice guys have blackmail, too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, uh, Eric in the chat, who do you think wins the National League pennant? He thinks the Braves. I think I'm... The Braves are so good, and I'm going to be so stressed out on Saturday once the uh, division series starts because it's Phillies versus Braves, but the Phillies took those games last season. Yeah, the to me, I mean, in the MLB postseason, it comes down to – it's just like football where it comes down to defense. It comes down to pitching. Mm-hmm. I personally trust the Phillies pitching a little bit more than the Braves pitching. Right now, I mean, the Braves lineup is a fucking disgusting. Like, but <laughs> it, it, you you see this every year though. A lot of the teams that make the playoffs have these lineups that are scoring a ton of runs. Mm-hmm. You don't, it, you know, it just doesn't happen in the playoffs. You know, you don't see eleven to nine games in the playoffs. Yeah. Like every every moment's intense. Like watching the D-backs last night, Zach Gallen looked like he was awful. Looked like he he you know he had four or five hard hit balls in the first inning. Looked and then he locked it in. Mm-hmm. He only allowed two runs. Diamond gives his team time to come back and they won. So it's it's going to come down to pitching for me. And I I like I love Spencer Strider is like my favorite. Yes. fucking he's got the same name as me. He's a little slight, but he's good. He's slightly a stud. more successful. <laughs> slightly absolute slightly. stud. His mustache fucks. So I like Spencer Strider's my guy. <laughs> But past that, like, can you really trust all of the Braves' rotation? Mm. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Meanwhile, the Phillies, pitching-wise, are absolutely cooking. They got so many innings out of Nola the night before. They got seven out of um, Zach Wheeler. Phillies have some really dominant Yeah, that's going to be a great series. 
Oh my gosh, it's going to be much electric series. Must watch baseball, and I hate that we have to wait until Saturday now. All of the teams swept in this wild card yeah. round. I saw a joke on Twitter that was like, "So nice of the MLB to um, leave the Bears and Commanders NFL game by itself tonight." Like, which is not a—I mean, obviously, not what a great a game. Like, terrible matchup that's going to be. Yeah. So, but they—they're the only uh, major sport on TV regular season or postseason tonight. So it's. I'm going to take tonight off from sports. There you go. Like for the first time in I don't know how long. I was like, I always plan on taking Tuesday, Wednesday off, like. That's usually my nights between the NFL games and then Friday's mm -hmm. college football, Saturday college football, Sunday, obviously Sunday, Monday NFL. But um, now that baseball postseason's on, like I won't, I like baseball. I won't just sit down and watch a regular season game mm -hmm. of another team, um, watch every Rockies game. But the 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 MLB postseason just so intense that every like every pitch matters. Like it's yeah. it's the only sport where literally the game like not not the only sport. But, like, NFL, like, when you score a touchdown, 90% of the time it's, like, drive, drive, drive. Like, last night, the Diamondbacks were getting no hit. One guy goes yard. All of a sudden, like, then it changes the entire game. Yeah. It can be 0-0 zero, zero, and a pitcher's duel and then one, you know, error, one thing here or there, and the entire game has changed, and then the momentum is just, like, swung one way completely. Mm -hmm. So baseball, I think, is the most intense you know, it, every game is intense at some part of it. Yes. You know, like they're in, in other sports, like it can get, it can be intense at the end, game winning shots, game winning field goals, et cetera. But like mm -hmm. baseball, at, when it starts at zero, zero, like it's, it's intense until somebody scores. And yeah. then it gets intense at the end when they're trying to close it out. Like it's just such a, uh, an electric postseason that yes. I watch every game. I, I always say, I mean, I'm a little biased, but I think baseball has the best postseason. I agree. I would actually agree sports. with you on that. You will actually agree with me. Could you look at me having such good takes today, considering I normally have the worst takes imaginable? No, I love your takes. Normally. Thank you. But I now today I super love them. I love this for me. I will say the on the topic of the D-backs, they made those games so fun. They came back from behind in both games to snag that wild card win. You know what they call it coming from behind? A comeback. They do. <laughs> it, it is impressive, though. It is impressive oh, when you get, funny. like, in a postseason, you don't see that a ton. Because once a team gets a lead, like this, I mean, perfect example is the Phillies. They mm -hmm. kind of were playing with their food a little bit last night. They mm -hmm. were up to nothing. You're like, but the Marlins just didn't present any sort of. But, like, when I saw the Brewers get up to nothing, I was like, oh, this is cooked. Like, their Diamondbacks are done. It's going back to Arizona. Um, and then, you know, you get a couple runs and momentum in baseball, momentum in sports is a huge thing, but momentum in baseball, like you get one, like a guy's pitching a no hitter through three or four. You're like, nobody can hit him. Obviously one guy squeaks out a little base hit over the second baseman's head or whatever. And then all of a sudden the floodgates can open. So, um, awesome to see from the snakes. I I'm, I'm a snakes fan right now. You're a snakes fan. I can't right like be too committed because they're in the same division as the Rockies. Um, but, but you know what? You're such a company man that you want to see our colleagues down at PHNX. Yeah, I want to see, see something them good succeed. happen for them. Yeah. yeah. Like a, a, <laughs> a, a Diamondbacks Phillies NLCS would make me not, would make me so happy. I would probably. As long as the Dodgers aren't in it, is all I mean. I think I would throw up. <laughs> it would be intense. It would be so stressful for our company. But yeah, no. The, gosh. This is a fun postseason. I'm really enjoying this. It's a good start. It was off to it's off to a great start. It's off to a very great start. We're off to a a great start, uh, an off season start. Thank you for helping me reel it in. Um, but yeah, it's one o'clock. We'll probably start wrapping this bad boy up. Um, Spencer, what events do we have coming up here at DNVR slash All City? Um, what what should our wonderful listeners be buying tickets for so to, you don't even have to buy a ticket for this tomorrow night in the bar friday night mm -hmm. next in nashville country night we have three country singers coming into the bar we've country singers coming in yeah check your slack every once in a while um the i've been very depressed all week so it, <laughs> no i'm sorry uh <laughs> 8 to 10 30 tomorrow night um we have happy hour from 6 to 8 and then they're going to go on. There are three artists that have wrote songs for, like, John Party, like, big artists. Mm -hmm. um, and they're going to set up the stage here underneath where we are right now, play until 1030, drink specials, all that. We have that coming up. Oh, that's so sick. And then, of course, Nuggets and Avalanche Takeovers will be starting up here November 4th is our first Nuggets one. So 
That's we're soon. less than a month away. Like I was like, oh, we don't have to promote it yet. Holy shit, it's October seventh or sixth or whatever it is. <laughs> yes, we should. So yes, fifth. we should. See, I'm just like skipping ahead days. There but, yeah, we got a couple of great events coming up here at DNVR. And the bar, we've got great specials for all NFL games, Saturday, uh, Thursday nights, Monday nights, and Sundays. Of course, Buffs watch parties when they're away. Even when they're home, come into the bar if you're not going to the game. I was going to say, I feel like these bar, this bar is popping even when the Buffs are at home because people don't want to deal with the... The hassle of like getting in and out of Boulder. Right. If and you live down here. It's insanely sold out now too. So this is the best place in Denver to watch Denver sports. Guaranteed. It really no, like, yeah, Buffs games have been popping. Yeah. I'm gonna show up on time. Saturday wearing a cowboy hat. Let's go. Let's fucking go. And some sunglasses, some shady rays. I actually don't think we even have to say that anymore, but um <laughs> a cowboy up. hat and some a cowboy hat and some unnamed sunglasses. <laughs> Done. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, we got Clint Hurdle coming into the studio tomorrow. Love that for you. And uh, I love that he gets to see some country singers after the show. Yeah, just send him <laughs> down to the bar. Is it 5 p.m. like your normal Friday? It'll scenario? be a Friday 5 p.m. show. Oh, yeah. Come right down to the bar. Get some country on. Get yeah. Clint Hurdle in a happy hour. Love that. Well, he doesn't drink, but. Really? No, he doesn't. God, to look like that and not drink? <laughs> I think he's that looks like a guy that's been drinking for 60 years. I think his his drinking days are behind him. Okay, well, he did drink. That (laughs) makes a little more sense. Love you, Clint. If you're listening, I do like (laughs) one of my favorite, like, childhood, like, stars. He, yeah, uh, as a manager, like, he was the most, he's probably growing up for me, one of my, my my favorite coach of all time as a kid. Yeah, like, once the Rockies made the postseason 07, World Series, etc., like, he was. I loved him. Yeah, Clint, so, big Clint Hurdle guy. So tomorrow we're going to ask Clint Hurdle, okay, you led the Rockies into one World Series. How are we going to duplicate that all uh, these years later? I will be tuning in. I can't wait. Yeah, so if you have questions, too, for Clint Hurdle, um, tweet them at us, at DNVR underscore Rockies. You can follow Spencer at Big, big Drive, Drive Spence. Spence. I remembered your Twitter handle. Thank you. Um, you can follow me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. We will be back here on the DNVR Sports YouTube channel at five o'clock Mountain Time, live with Clint Hurdle. And until then, you know what? You know what managers like to say about closing out a podcast. They don't know how to do it either. No, they say, fuck it, we ball. <laughs> um, uh, fuck it, we ball, guys. I will be back tomorrow. Talk to you then.